Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is going on, everyone? My name is B Powell, and you are tuning into my podcast, The Bloom Baby Podcast. And we are back with episode two of the Bloom Baby Podcast. I kicked off last week uh, with my first episode and we kicked off the September series, the Faith series. If you have not caught up and you have not watched the first episode, I encourage you before you tune into this great gym that you catch up with us and tune into the first episode of the Bloom Baby Podcast where I speak about faith over fear, which is so important right now with the climate of the world that we're in. So moving right along, I know we're doing things a little differently and I just have to take a moment, you guys, and really uh, dive in. Um, like I said, I do my podcast every Friday. That is the the um, agreement here. But, you know, sometimes God sometimes God has a way of wrecking your plans um, and, and you could plan all you want to down to the detail. And sometimes that Holy Spirit comes to you and says, nope, I actually want you to change it. And I actually want you to do something else. <laughs> and so with us, we kind of ignore and say, wait, what? What did you what do you mean? What are you saying? Um, and so that is exactly what happened. I know I pumped you guys up to get ready for what I thought was going to be episode two, which was going to be called Limitless Faith. Now, I know you guys were excited for that. I was pumping, you know, you guys up for it, that it was going to be Limitless Faith. Um, that was going to be for episode two. And I really wanted to be able to take off the blinders of how we put God into a box but the Holy Spirit leading up to me recording this week was just on me so heavily. If I could just get be real with you guys, like I said, um, <laughs> one of the things that um, my church always says, which is Transformation Church, I attend Transformation Church virtually, uh, which is with Pastor Mike Todd and his beautiful wife, Natalie. And one of the things I love that they say is, you know, we don't keep it hot which is honest, open, and transparent. So I want to kind of borrow that today and, and say the same thing with you guys is that I wanted to, you know, can I be hot? Can I be, can I be uh, honest, open, and transparent with my listeners here is that, like I said, I had every intention to do the limitless <laughs> faith and I had all my notes ready and, and it was just weighing on me that I could not even record. I was just like, God, what is it? Why do you keep it? And he's just like, this is not it. Like, I, I, this is a great message. And it's God filled, but it's something else I need you to tell people. And I was just like, what? I, I, I don't, let me just sit with you. You know, we're, we're so particular about our planning. Um, you know, we almost try to do God's job. We try to get ahead of him or, or try to plan so much. And God always tells us to scale back a little bit. And so um, and that's something I've been guilty of is that I, I can plan so much sometimes down to the T that I can sometimes overwater is the term I like to use. And so I wanted to really listen to God this week and really say, okay, God, what is it? You, you keep telling me that's not it. That's not it. What, what, what is it? <laughs> and he said, you got to tell him first. And this, well, no, I, I'm going to say this is a great second episode. I was going to say, well, man, I wish, because, you know, sometimes when you're like, well, dang, God, should I have maybe said this be my, maybe this one should have been my first episode. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I, I just, I think the faith of a feel was great, but I, I really want you to tell my people about the love that I have for them first. Before we jump into the limitless God power that I have, I want you to let my people know how much I love them and what that represents right now. And what does that mean? And I just, my mind was completely blown. I was just like, oh my gosh, God, like you are completely right. Uh, how can we talk about, how can I, how can I get on here and tell people that to believe in the limitless power that you have when I have not told them why you have the limitless power that you have. You're talking about faith and you're, and you're talking about love. And that's one of the key things here that is so crucial to the relationship with God. And, you know, when he broke that thing like that down into the spirit, I said, oh, man, I got to redo all this. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 I got to be able to let them know how important love and faith is 
how important, and we can reverse it. We can, it's interchangeably. How important love in faith is and how important faith in love is. They're interchangeably and they work together. And so I, I want to take a moment. I still got the Limitless Faith episode coming and I'm actually going to drop that as well this Friday. So you guys are getting two episodes for your patience and your understanding while I uh, have the Holy Spirit redownload some things in my spirit um, that really needed to be said. And so the, the topic for today is faith in love and love in faith. And so I, I really want to take a moment with that and and really explain. And so if you're just tuning in, like I said, thank you so much for tuning into the Bloom Baby Podcast. I'm your host, B. Powell, and we are tuning in to episode two, Faith in Love and Love in Faith. Um, but of course, like I said, house rules. If you tune into episode one, you know we got to do it like church. And so I'm going to kick it off with prayer and we're going to lead right into the topic for the day. Cause I got some good stuff. I got some good scriptures. I got some good meat. I hope from the Holy spirit that really wanted me to share this with you guys uh, and to you ladies this morning to really get your week kicked off in the right way. And then, like I said, because of your patience and your understanding, I still have episode three hitting this week. So you get two episodes in one week. What? That's, that's, man, that'll last you all through the whole week. You got some spiritual food right here, some spiritual honey for your garden. So I, I hope it's something that will touch your spirit and touch your soul. You really take a second to understand just how magnificent and, and delightful and powerful the love of God is and how that is the activating force between relationships of any kind, whether friendships, marriages, uh, parents and child, teacher and student. I mean, you name it. It's the the very basis of humanity and why God came was for that undying love that he had for his people. And so everything else that stems from is, is exactly that. It's it's an extension of that very source power. And so I said, I cannot go on through the faith series without letting these women know on my Bloom Baby podcast how much God is in love with them. And so the Holy Spirit had to tap me on my shoulder and was like, oh, no, girlfriend, you, you, you hold on now. You can't just let them. Now, listen, I want them to know how much limitless power they got and what, and the blessings that they can tap to tap into and the and the manifestations and the power of the creation and the Holy Spirit they have. In them. But I gotta let them know how much I love them. And I need you to let them know that. So I, I had to take a second. I had to really let the Holy Spirit download and, and, and I had to do a little sabbatical and, and do a little uh, getaway trip with my husband this weekend and really allow God to download on my spirit what he needed me to hear. And he, even certain nights I was up late, didn't sleep up, just, you know, really just trying to hear what he wanted me to say. And I'm, I'm really wanting to work on that more outside of just you know, planning to the T of every episode when I know that God, and so like I said, God may end up coming again um, next month or in the next few weeks for another episode I may have and say, hey, you know what, B, I know that we said we're going to do this, but I'm wrecking your plans again. And I always say, you know, as I've gotten older, I realized I have welcomed God into wrecking my plans at times. And I know that sounds almost like, oh my gosh, why would we want to serve a God that just wrecks and sabotages? No, 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 no. He's not wrecking. It's his love for us is what's reckless and, and beautiful and untamed and powerful and strong that he is willing to lay his life down and, and sacrifice for us. Um, his the ultimate sacrifice. And not only that, lay his life down. Are we going to trust and love him enough to lay our plans down or allow him to come in and say, ah, let me knock all this down because I got something better for you. I got something better. So I see that you plan this. I see you've done it accordingly. I love that you're my child of God and that you plan this. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to honor and recognize that, but I'm going to have to come in here and rebuild and reconstruction some things. And so, um, that is what he did for me. And I, I've, I've really have tried to be a, a student of the, of my craft of really letting God use me and be a vessel and say, God, have your way, have your will and, and feel free at any time that to come wreck my plans. If you see that it's not honoring who you've called me to be for myself, for you and for the listeners and, and for the women who've called me to hopefully inspire. So that is the message of why, um, 
I'm, I'm coming at you this week with two episodes and, and uh, why we, you know, missed Friday. And you're like, what's going on? Where, I, I was waiting for episode two. <laughs> so I, I want to kick it off with prayer, like I said, and we're going to jump right into it. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we, we, we thank you so much for another day. Of, of putting breath in our lungs, Lord God. A- another day, another week, Lord God, to live out our purpose. Uh, your purpose for us is our purpose for us, Lord God. And so we thank you. We honor you, Lord God. We thank you for the blessings that we may not see that you've already poured upon us, Lord God. We thank you for the prayers that are covering us from families of generations prior to us that have already prayed over us and, and is still covering us, Lord God, from our, our, our parents to our grandparents to our ancestors, Lord God. We thank you for those prayers that are still covering us to those to our day, Lord God. That lets that shows the love and the compassion that you have, Lord God, that the prayers that we have from family and friends are are still covering us, Lord God. So we thank you for that. We thank you for, like I said, giving us another day to make it right with you, Lord God. Giving us another day to be able to be in relationship with you, Lord God. Giving us another day to be able to say the purpose that you have for me is what is meant for me, Lord God. The purpose that you have for me to give you glory is the best purpose I could have, Lord God. And that purpose is to love not only you but myself and others around me. That is the greatest commandment of all. And that is what you have asked of us, Lord God. So we thank you and and, and we, we love you. We honor you and all things we ask in the glory of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. All right. Like I said, welcome to Bloom Baby Podcast, you guys. I'm super excited to jump right into this. I have some good stuff for you guys. Like I said, that I just feel is so, was so, I mean, even when, when God gave it to me, I was just like, what? Like, what? <laughs> so I really have some good stuff for you guys. Like I said, um, bring out your notepads, bring out your pens, bring out your, your, your Bibles, your books. If you have a Bible app, I think it's super uh, convenient. That's one of the things my sister and I always share with one another is, is sometimes when you're in the go of your Bible app, um, that you have, can be really easier, especially, like I said, if you have a lot of things to do on the go, you're, it's easier to highlight, but it's nothing like having that physical Bible as well that allows you to be able to um, do that. So I really want to jump actually right into it. Uh, one of the things that stuck out to me, well, it's a few things. It's, it's a few verses. And so I really want to share some of the scriptural verses that I have dealing with faith in love. And, and just like I said, you guys, one of the biggest things I am going to keep pushing you towards is that research, 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 anything I say, anything that I share with you guys, I I hope that it inspires you, but also that it challenges you to be able to go to your Bible and get that word and 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 be able to say, whoa, okay, let me look at this. Let, let, let me see what B is talking about because this is something that is is a little different. And 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 I wanna, you know, write notes down and and you know, like what I said previously is that SOAP term, S-O-A-P, when you're doing Bible study, which is super helpful. So keep that in mind whenever you're doing that. But I want to jump right into one of the verses that really stuck out to me. Uh, when it came to his love and God's love for us and how the Holy Spirit came to me this week and said, you got to do it about love, girl. You got to do it about faith and love. Now, you know, that's, that's, that's the most powerful commandment I asked. It's, it's one of the last things he said to his disciples, but you know, with dinner, he said, listen, I know that we've, I've, I've taught you a lot. I know that. And and this is going to be a lot to remember. <laughs> that was one of, and so little words. He was like, look, I know I have downloaded a lot in y'all spirit. And I know that I've given y'all a lot of gems and a lot of knowledge. But the greatest one of all that I want you to remember is to be able to love, obviously, me with all that you have. Everything, your whole body, your whole being, your whole soul. But I also want you to love others like you love yourself. Love your neighbors. And, and... I think that when we think about what God says, it sounds so simple, you know, it, it sounds so like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, love, that's so easy, yeah, okay, and it's not, 
You know, as you get older, you realize that it's not the love that makes it hard, but people, people work, we're complex. And so we at times can make love be very complex when God didn't call for it to be complex. We are multi-layered because we have three layers to us. But it's something about that that powerful yet simple cleansing of love that is that strikes through all three layers of who we are as a person. We're soul, we're spirit, and we're body. And so oftentimes we look at love and we say, oh wow, you know, love is love is an easy thing. And you know, um, God just says to love and that's it. And it's such a surface thing that we just don't even think how deep it means and how much God loves us, number one. Because if we knew how much God truly loved us and delighted in us, it'd be a little bit more understanding to be able to accept that that person in your life, whether that be a, a co-worker or a, a relative or a roommate or a person you're dating or a spouse or whoever, it'd be, it'd be a little bit more understanding because you see the God spirit in them and you realize, okay, I was called to love the God in you. Ah, I see. Okay. Um, but yet you're still wrapped in flesh. So I have to remember that although we are called to love, our flesh on the outside will also cause imperfectness and we fall short and that's with anybody. And so I think when you think about all of that, you have to take into account that it takes faith to love. It is faith in love. And then there's love and faith and they're so interchangeably. And, and the more you think about it, you're like, Whoa, that, that, that leap is that leap into faith and that leap into love. I don't think there's a separation of it because they both flow from God. God is faith. God is love. God is truth. God is, you know what I mean? God is colors. God is. And so when you think about it like that, it's like there is no separation from the two. Love is faith and faith is love. And that's the biggest thing that God wanted us to do. And and so, like I said, I, I wanted to really touch base on that and really break down the true essence of what God meant by that. And I, I can only hope and inspire that you take a little bit of gems from this, but I want to go into Genesis nine, verse 13 and 16. And, you know, like I said, God is just so good. It's like the more you spend time with God and you start to realize just that opening, um, connection and source of downloads that he gives you uh when you least expect it and so this is one of the things is that you know a lot of these verses I've read time and time again growing up but it it is something about life experiences um and and just chapters of your life that you go through and then when you come back and revisit you're like whoa god did I not see it like that and that's what makes the bible such a great it, it's it's the living word you know, or as my late father would say, basic instructions before leaving earth is what the Bible stands for. Basic instructions before leaving earth. And so um, as you get older, you realize just how critical that is. And, and that these, even just down to the Bible are, are nothing more, or I don't say just nothing more, but it's more depth to it. But if you really think about it, these are love notes and love letters from the creator to humanity. If you really want me to be honest, the Bible, yes, it's basic instructions. Yes, the Bible speaks about God saying, obedience is greater than sacrifice. I've already made the ultimate love sacrifice by laying down and dying for all of you. I don't need you to always lay down and sacrifice your whole being. I need you to just be obedient. And that alone will show me that you're willing to sacrifice if it came to it. Obedience is sacrifice. 
So it's, you know, a lot of times people will say, well, okay, well, God, you know, I don't want to listen to you or be obedient. But uh, if, you know, if you need me to come out here and just sacrifice all my stuff or just, and it's just like, no, nah, man, I just need you to just follow what I'm saying. That's, that's how you show your love and your, and your truth and your trust in me. And if you just follow basic instructions in obedience, but also not just the basic instruction obedience of the Bible, but also take into the account the relationship aspect and the love notes and the love letters that God breathed into these pages from the writers who wrote it. You know, it says the spirit of God is, is what's in these pages. And I look at his love letters from him because it is. They're both. There is no separation. Like I said, obedience is love. And love is truth and faith is true. So when you realize that all these things are connected, you realize the full encompass of who God is and how God looks at even just the family unit of, of a mother and a husband and a, and a child or just the, the love aspect of it. And then the, you know, the structural aspect and the balance of the both and, and just how all of that comes together and represents, you know, God Christ and the Holy Spirit. And so he really struck me with that. And I even was like, literally, we just talked about obedience. I was even like, well, God, you know, uh, yeah. And he's been tapping on me for a week, for a week to say, listen, I need you to do that faith and love. You have to just, I don't, you know, I I want you to do the limitless faith. I really need you to do faith and love. I need you to be obedient. I need you to be obedient. And what I do, I wait. I was like, oh, God, well, let me just, uh, I'm just, just trying to make sure you're sure. Are you sure? You want me to, you sure? Are, are you sure you want me to do, I, I want to be, he's like, yes, Brittany, I want you to do faith and love. <laughs> and so because of that, I, because of that disobedience that I did not, I, I had to wait and obviously sacrifice Friday of it not being here for Friday when it could have been here by Friday. And so I, I use my example, uh, you know, like I said, I, I want to be, honest, open and transparent is that I'm still walking in this faith with you. You know, um, one of the big things I've gotten along my career with just, you know, just young people. I've, I've had the, the, uh, blessing of God being able to allow me to see and travel and go speak to, you know, different schools and events and, um, you, you go speak with, you know, young people and, go work with BET and Xfinity and all of these great projects and, and people become a fan of your work. And that's a humbling thing, but I've always told these young people when I go see them and they've asked, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm such a fan or I've watched this or I've watched that. or And I'm like, yeah, watch and listen, God, you know? And I know that's, that's crazy to say because, you know, um, once people recognize your work, you, you know, you feel like a sense of, oh, okay, well, thank you, thank you, you know, it gives you a little hype, but there's nothing wrong with that, um, but I always tell people, you know, don't, don't look at me as, oh my gosh, you know, she, I'm such a fan, I've, I've gotten DMs since this episode, oh my gosh, I'm such a fan, don't, 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 don't say that, just say, you know, you're inspired, I'd, I'd rather you say, you know, I, be you inspired me with the words of God, you know, I, I, I'm more inspired by God than I've ever been, because that is what my calling is, 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 you know, that aspect of showing you guys God through media, which is my love and, and through journalism and, and through reading and writing and books and all things media. Um, and so like I said, I'm just a vessel. I, I am, I am the, the, the car that and the vehicle that is hopefully inspiring others to get in their vehicle and drive their vehicle and allow God to lead the way through love. <laughs> and so, um, I, you know, I say that to say is that, you know, with this scripture, like I said, and just with obedience, I still fall short. So I don't want people to have this air about people who've, you know, been in LA or been into New York or been on TV or done this and that and all this, that they have it all together because we're all humans. I mean, we, there, there would be no reason for God if we all had it together. And so, you know, I'm, I'm still on my path. I'm still on my journey. You know, like my mother always says, you know, keep your blinders on and run your race, you know, as the horses do, you know, keep your blinders on, run your race and don't, don't worry about, you know, others along the way because you're on your journey and, and, 
in how God wants you to do your journey. And not in the sense to say, don't worry about others, you know, if you see him down and just pass him up. No, but in the sense of, if you need me, I'm here for, because like I said, God commands you to love your neighbor. If you see them in need, if you see someone that has fallen short, help them out. But at the same time, give them that opportune space to be able to have their journey like you have your journey. And so, um, like I said, I hope to inspire you guys through love and through truth and through knowledge of who the true living God is to where that inspires you, like I said, to bloom in your purpose and what purpose that God has you to fulfill on this earth. And I want to be able to help you along the way with that. And so that was one of the reasons why God said, yeah, we got to be able to do that faith and love. And so, um, but I want to jump right into the verse here. And like I said, it's Genesis nine, verse 13. And it says, I set my rainbow in the cloud and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. The rainbow shall be in the cloud and I would look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. Wow. You guys, when I read that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to tear up just reading it, just, just reading that out loud. Um, when I read that verse and I just, let me just read it one more time. It says, just in case, just in case, because sometimes I like to just sit with things. Genesis nine, verse 13. I set my rainbow in the cloud and it shall be for the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. The rainbow, the rainbow shall be in the cloud. And I will look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on earth. I think that's such a powerful, powerful verse that God shares because it shows the ultimate love sign that God has for his people, for all of humanity. And it's, it's such a beautiful and humbling thing because, you know, after the flood happens, it's a promise that God will not flood the earth again. It's a, it's, it was a call for a new covenant that he's made peace with humanity. It was a call to say that I'm coming back and foreshadowing it. But when I do, um, it's going to be the ultimate love, sacrifice, purpose, price. And, you know, on top of that, it lets me know how deep his love is because, you know, through color and I, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize the symbolic meaning of colors. You know, I, I come from a very artistic home. My late father, who, uh, his birthday is actually coming up September 23rd, which, uh, you know, I'll be doing uh, some great stuff with that to celebrate what would have been a 62nd, uh, no, was it 62nd? Would have been 62nd? No, 61, excuse me, 61st birthday. Um, would have been this year. And so, uh, like I said, we'll be following up in October for the faith, I mean, for the family series where we'll be speaking about him because that was actually the month he passed. And so one of the things that he was just phenomenal in what he, what his calling was outside of youth and kids was painting and art. And so when I think about colors and I'm, I'm sure my siblings can, can agree because we were what we call the original muses, for our father, you know, uh, he had his, let me, let me paint your hands and let me, you know, hold your hand up so I can paint this figure that I have in my head. You know, he'd wake up from dreams and see figures or, you know, angels or just anything. And he's like, okay, I got to go paint this, you know, you know, hold this up for me while I paint this or, you know, you mix these colors up with me. So colors have always been a vibrant thing. It, it, it colors for me represented love in our household because you're dealing with a painter and an artist at heart. And so when I think about the colors of what God was saying in this and why he chose a rainbow, and of course I understand that, you know, like all things in the world, things can be taken and, and uh, perverted or used for something else. But I'm talking about the true essence of what a rainbow in my Bible says and, and, and what it's for. And, and it's, it's for every living creature of all flesh that is on this earth. And, the symbolic meaning of each color is so vital as well because it represents each love, um, power, and source that God ultimately created to show just how much he loved us. And so 
I encourage you guys to go, if you haven't read that, Genesis 9, verse 13 through 16. Um, and, and so, you know, once the, the Holy Spirit really downloaded that into me about um, the rainbow and, and, and just what that meant from God, you know, the Holy Spirit ta- started talking to me some more and, you know, he, he led me to two other, a few other verses. So I said, well, God, you know, if we're talking about love here and we're talking about unconditional love, well, like, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, per se, you know, what, what is it that you want women and humanity to really get about the sacrifice and the love? And he always goes back to that ultimate price of sacrifice of Christ is that it was a free gift. And and that's the one of the main core messages you will always get here on my podcast is that, you know, the ultimate price that Christ paid um, on the cross was was the ultimate the ultimate love language of all time. And, you know, when you think of that and you say, OK, well, wow, you know, this is a free gift. It's free. Well, sometimes us as, as hum, humans, we can't comprehend when you say free. You know, the first thing we say is, well, well what's the catch? What, what, what do you mean? Um, what, what do you mean by free? Are you saying free, free, or you say it comes with some stipulations or what is it that you need for me for it to be free? And so, you know, that's one of the things is that uh, I, I really want, I, I had to really dig deep and really get those answers. And one of the things he said was, you know, love others as I have loved you um, love your neighbor as much as you love yourself and that unconditional love at times is hard because you know we want others to always meet our conditions in order for us to say okay well I love you because you've met every condition and um, well then that, then that no longer becomes unconditional love and then it no longer comes the love of God now yes am I saying that Oh, you know, just let a person treat you wrong and you just love them. No, 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 no. Um, You can love a person and still love them, you know, even though they may not be in your life. But you recognize, oh, that is a spirit of God. So I'm commanded to love them and treat them with respect. But the other aspect of that also is that people think that you can love others or you can you can say, oh, I love God, but I don't really like people. And that was one of the sermons I was listening to on Sunday where he says, listen, if you were called, if you are a child of God, that, that means you love people. So you, you can't, you here again, what do we talk about? Connections, not attachments, connections. See, things that are attached to you are things that can, can, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It can, it can take away or drain your power source when you have attachments. But connections is an ever-flowing, never-stop love flow, rather, if you if you if you want to say of little words or you know. So when I say that, I'm talking about a connection, a divine connection. And and so when you speak about saying I'm a child of God, oh, but you know, I love people. Oh, I just can't stand being around people. Well, you know, that was, that's one of the big things that you have to love people and you have to be able to love humanity. And that sometimes for women is a very hard concept because, um, we end up becoming blinded by love at times or, um, we, be, we get timid with love. And that's one of the things that God speaks about is, you know, not to be timid. that you are made with power and authority and truth and light and love. So, you know, don't be timid in life and don't be timid with love. Love takes faith. (laughs) Like I said before, love, love takes faith. I speak about that in my book, Honeybees and Wallflowers. Love is, it's a dance. It's a, it's a sequence. It's a leaping off the mountaintops, you know, with your eyes wide shut and, and you're, and you know, and you're, you, you're hoping and praying, um, that that other person, whether that be a friend or a boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, uh, 
whoever that divine connection with is that you want them to love you back and in return um that is i think that is what any human wants but what happens when that other person isn't always so lovable what about those most what about those unlovable people that we don't want to talk about those unlovable people that we cross in our lives it's like oh boy here they come here they come (laughs) that person is still guess what a creation and or a child of god and that person deserves guess what just as much love as the person that makes it easier to love them and that's where that faith and love is so vital it's so important because I don't meet every um, obedient thing that God tells me to do. I know I'm not perfect. I know that the listeners here are not perfect. Um, like I said, that's the whole reason for for God. It's the whole reason for community. That's the whole reason for women and, and why I created Bloom Baby Bloom was to have that accountability and that community um, for this podcast is to help women bloom in their purpose, recognize the attributes of God, and also recognize that those attributes from God are imprinted on you as well. And that comes with love in faith. It takes faith to love and it takes love in faith. <laughs> and so when you think about those two connections, because there is no separation, you understand the power and the importance of God not giving up on us every time we didn't meet every condition, every need, that he still loves us from a heart and a place. That's why it says love like Christ. Um, don't be, you know, it, 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 there's a reason why the term isn't, oh, be more Christian-like. It's always be more Christ-like. Why, why do we say, why, why do people say, or why do people don't say, um, love like a Christian or be more Christian-like. No, 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 no. The term is be more Christ-like. Why? Why do we say that? The reason we say that is because Christian, a Christian is imperfect. Christianity is not perfection. Being like Christ is because that's who we ultimately are wanting to be like. Christ came to teach about relationship and relationship is love and truth and, and, and obedience. And so that sometimes is the hardest thing I've realized, especially for us as women. Like I said, we're being hot right here, guys. We're being hot, um, honest, open and transparent. I think that's one of the hardest things that women we struggle with is that we try to figure out because of trauma, because of hurt, because of pain, we try to figure out well, who deserves a love and who doesn't deserve a love? Well, okay, well, you know, um, I, 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 I came across this quote and I, I, you know, it stuck out with me. And I said, whoa, this is, this is so serious. And it's so true. And, it, you know, it says we as women spend hours trying to guard our heart instead of leaving it free and learning to free it. And it makes me wonder, why is it that we think of what could hurt us more rather than what makes us feel loved? I said, wow, that is so important because it really does um, speak to really the climate of where the world is right now is that what, you know, what I spoke about last week's episode when I talked about, you know, that faith over fear. When we operate in faith, we're operating in love. Point blank, period. I just want you to understand that. When we are operating in faith, we are operating in love. When we look at racism, when we look at prejudice, when we're looking around the world, you know, we just um, have this, you know, never forget that happened on September 11th. Um, You know, that was another another, you know, wake up call that God was really trying to have me um, take a moment is to really reflect on that, really understand what that meant. But not just the essence of what happened September 11th, 2001, because I can remember that day very vividly. Um, 
But like I said, I remember being in, in middle school. I was in seventh grade. I was in theater arts class and we were about to start. And my theater arts teacher had the TV on and it was, it was back when, you know, the pull out TV on there. You were kind of excited, like, oh, OK, it's going to be movie day. And she had it on. I remember walking in and she had her arms folded and she was crying. She had her her left arm. And I don't know how I remember this, but she had her left arm. She had her arms crossed and she had her her chin resting on her um, on her hand in her hand. And she just was looking at the TV in horror and, and we were coming in, you know, before the bell rang and, you know, people were passing in and, you know, I'm the new kid here again, like I said, another school transfer in seventh grade. And I walked up to her and I said, Hey, you know, what, what's going on? What is this? And I looked at, at the TV with her and I, I didn't understand what was going on. I just seen planes crashing. And I remember her words and she said, my God, where is the love? Where's the love? And I, I, you know, when you think about the thing, like, oh, you know, what's going on, you know, but I, I, I still remember that day like it was yesterday. I thought about it, you know, like I said, September 11th and just that moment of what she meant when she said, where is the love? Where is God's love? And so when I think about September 11th and then just now us here where we are today in this in this world, um, like I said, faith and love and love and faith is such a critical topic in conversation that needs to happen because that ultimately is the bridge connector to reconciliation. (laughs) That's what, that's what I'm explaining to you is that was God giving us that rainbow was his ultimate reconciliation outside of Christ to say, I love you and every color that I'm bringing to you in this rainbow and the vibrance of it and the the strongness of it. I want you to know everywhere you turn, every color that you see is there specifically to show glory to me and to show you how much I love you. And when you think about it, when you think about it that way, you begin to attract an aura around you, uh, ladies. When you walk out into the world and you're ready to face your day, You have that God aura around you that, you know what? No, this world was set up for me for such a time as this because I have a creator who loves me unconditionally. Like I always joke with my friends, I got a God who says I'm to die for. And he did die for me and for you. That's the ultimate love price. That's the ultimate love tax. And guess what? It's a free gift. And so when you think of it that way, you say, whoa, God the everything that moves on this earth outside of what God has called us to hate, um, whether that's, you know, demonic spirits and whatnot. But what he did not say was to hate people and see people ultimately, you know, we get confused and say, oh, well, you know, well, that person is doing sin. So that means God must not want me to love them. No, 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 sweetheart. That's not what he said. He said, love the person, hate the sin. So what you're ultimately doing is saying, well, it's giving you a cop out. It's giving you a cop out to not operate in how God wants you to operate. And so that's one of the things that, you know, I really want us to slowly really move into as I really coach you women through this is to ultimately understand it's 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 yes or it's no. Either, you know, we're going to have the God attributes of Christ and we're going to love like Christ, even when it's hard, even when that person is unlovable, even when that coworker or that boss is giving you a hard time, go pray for him, go pray with him. And I, you know, I say that I think what we as, and let me, I say women, cause women, we would do love our vulnerability, but I think we as humanity, what we ultimately fear is vulnerability. And here again, vulnerability is the source of love and love and faith and faith and love. They're all connected. All of it stems back to God. And so when I thought about September 11th, when I thought about, um, you know, that moment of me walking to theater arts class in my new school in seventh grade and then looking at my teacher in tears, crying at the images across the TV and her saying, you know, where's the love? You know, where, where is God's love? Um, I, I, you know, I, I say to that now being 31, to her response, I said, well, no, God's love didn't go anywhere. God's love is always here. 
It's it's in the flowers that bloom. It's in the grass that grows. It's in the trees that that has its its leaves. It's in the wind. It's God's love didn't leave. But our ability as people to operate in that. See, God is a gentleman. God, that's why he gives us free will. Because if I force you to do it, then it's no longer genuine. And then, uh, then, then, then you, I can I can command you to do that. I can command and say, hey, if you want to kick it here in God's kingdom, it's some house rules. It's some house rules. But the choice is ultimately always going to be up to you if you want to use that and operate it or you don't want to operate it. I speak about that in my book. We we have tools already in our spirit where that, like I said, it's like a phone. It's like an iPhone. There's certain things, certain programs in your phone that are not deletable. You can choose not to use them, but they came with the phone when the phone was built, meaning your flashlight. Your calculator, your camera, you cannot use those three things as much as you want to. But guess what? When you want to clean off your cell phone and shake it and do whatever, whatever phone you have, whether it's Android, iPhone, and you want to delete one of those apps, you can add on apps and take off apps and add on wallpaper. But that flashlight's still going to be there. <laughs> that camera's still going to be there. And that calculator's still going to be there. But you could choose not to operate in it. And so to what my teacher said, no, God's love didn't go anywhere. But the attributes of God, that it was our responsibility as humanity, we are not following through with them. And that is something that will ultimately make it look as if and feel as if God's love has disappeared. And so I, I wanted to let you Women know and encourage you this week that no, God's love didn't go anywhere. It's still right where you left it. It's 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 something that needs to be carried within us every day, which it is. But we need to learn to turn it on and, and really use it. You know, I think about just how we speak with with, um, you know, I'm I'm really big about service, customer service. And me and my siblings were all our, especially when it comes to wait staff. I can't stand somebody who's rude to waitresses or wait. That just really just grinds my gears. And I think because I, I waited tables in college and everything. So it's just like, don't be mean to them. Pre help pre bust the table. It's just a habit. You let, let me put these table plates together for you. <laughs> let me, you know, because being of service is a love attribute of God. Why do you think the the last nights before God was crucified and sent to go die on a tree for you and for me? He was washing feet. He was on his knees. He was making wine and fixing dinner and doing. Why? Because service is love. That is a love attribute of God. But when you start to see these attributes missing in the world, you will think as if God left us. You will think as if God's love has gone somewhere. And I'm here to encourage you that it's alive and powerful than ever. But it's going to take us as the vessels to be able to use and operate that source power of love. Love to your community, love to your family, love to those friendships Love to that spouse, love to your kids, love to yourself. Because that's ultimately, that's ultimately the church. It's not a building. It's the people. It's the organism. It's us. It's you. It's me. And so if you learn to think of it like that, you're literally walking past churches every day. People, people are the church. So you're ultimately passing by a homeless person. You're, you're, you're ultimately passing by a church on the side of the street who's with no food, no water. And you don't know what their life circumstance may be. And you're saying, well, I want to ignore that church and want to keep going. And I'm, I'm just going to worry about my church. And so I, I'm just here, like I said, I'm here to inspire and challenge you. I'm going to inspire and challenge myself as we go through this journey of the Bloom Baby podcast together. Um, we're winding down the last few moments. And like I said, one of the things I really um, 
encourage you is to really, really, really get into that word of God and really um, read Genesis where he speaks about um, that covenant and making things right with humanity and also foreshadowing how important the ultimate price he's going to pay. And see, because I'm, you know, I, I love literature, I'm media journalism, like I love stuff like foreshadowing and things in movies. Like my sister and I would watch movies growing up, oh, they're about to foreshadow something's to come. That's all faith is. Faith in love is waiting and hoping and expecting for what's to come. And see, people get lost in that and they'll take it and say, okay, well, um, well, you know, faith and love is, 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 is believing that, you know, all good things are going to happen all the time. No, 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 no. That is a, that is a, um, an assumption and that is a surface thought. Faith and love takes to say, I'm believing the source from which this faith flows from. And no matter where it leads me to. I'm locked and loaded with the source of who provides my faith and my faith in love, which is God. God is love. God is faith. That's what the Bible speaks about. And so we have to learn to start getting better with understanding that it's not always about your conditions being met. It's not always about that. It's not about a checklist. You know, it's not about always having sometimes it's going to take you to leap. And say, God, I don't know where, but I am trusting you because I know you're at the beginning and I know you're at the end. And you're you're surrounded me. I love that song. It was they were singing that at church and it says, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded. I feel like I'm surrounded, you know, and I know that that ultimately can feel like that at times, especially the climate of the world right now. You can feel like you are surrounded. That things are just coming at you every which way. But let me explain something to you. What I love about that song, it says you are surrounded, but you're surrounded by God. And I that, that blew my mind. <laughs> Ladies, I need you to understand that blew my mind. That's like, what did you just say? I'm surrounded, but I, and, 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 the, and the answer to that is, yes, you are surrounded by God. See, sometimes we have to be able to call out things and call it for what it is. And that way it, 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 it gives you a healing that you may not even know that you need. You know, it, 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 it goes back to where it talks about, um, you know, although I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, and, and ultimately we always pray, oh God, you know, um, you know, please, you know, protect us. And, you know, yes, yes, absolutely. But that scripture says that you're going to walk through the valley of the shadow of death and you should fear no evil. So, yes, understand that there's going to be some valleys we got to go through. It's going to be scary. It's going to hurt a little bit. It's going to stretch your love. It's going to stretch your capacity. It's going to stretch your mindset. It's going to stretch your heart posture. It's going to stretch ultimately your love bank to be able to love unconditionally. So, yeah, you're going to walk through some valleys. You're going to walk through some highs. You're going to walk through some lows. But one thing that I was taught at a very young age from my parents is that (laughs) valleys, my God, valleys can teach you things that mountaintops can never teach you. You know, we always get so stuck on, oh, I just want to get on top, see that view. I want to be on control. I want to see that mountain. But it's like, yeah, but man, when you're down in them valley and them treaches and, 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 and you see others down there struggling with you and you're helping them and you're pulling them up with you and you're all pulling each other up and you're, and you're going through the climb and you're going through um, those highs and lows of, of that. It's, it's, a, it's a vulnerable thing. It takes vulnerability. And it takes love here again, faith and love to keep going. And so I encourage you ladies um, in your workplace, at your home, at your school, wherever you may be at, I encourage you, have faith and love, pay it forward, pay somebody's coffee today. If you're in line, you know, ask somebody how their day is. Ask if you, if you, if you want to, can you pray? Hey, can I pray for you? Can I pray with you? 
What is it? What what are you struggling with? Take, just take a just take a second and really get into the mindset of what others are going through. Um, and I'm telling you, it really does shift the dynamic of faith and love and love and faith. And, you know, one of the, the, the great quotes um, of my late father that he always said was, you know, um, <laughs> it's it's. It's one of the most powerful things I, I and I have it in my book. And I said, "Wow, Dad!" And I, you know, like I said, as a kid, you're like, oh, "Okay," but as you get older, like, "Whoa!" And he says, "You know, babe, if we all had a chance to see everybody's problems, and we all threw it, all of our problems in the world in one big pile, and you were able to see other people's issues, you'd want your problems back." <laughs> and you know, as a kid, you're like, "No, no, I wouldn't." <laughs> you're like, "Yeah, no." And it's not saying, "Oh, well, your problems are less invalid because it doesn't seem as big." Or do 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 do. No, 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 no. But it's changing your mindset to say, "I can handle this." Yeah, it hurts. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Yeah, ouch, this hurts. Mm, this don't feel too good. Ooh, this don't feel like love. Ah. Ooh, I took that blow. Mm. No, of course not. It doesn't feel good. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the experience. I'm grateful for the lessons. I'm grateful that God, you give me another day just to see clarity. To God, thank you for giving me discernment on this. Whatever that may be. Whatever topic that may be that may have came to your mind when I said that. Whatever that is, though. Walk and cry. Walk and cry it out. I encourage you women today, walk and cry it out. But also lead with love. In faith, lead with love and truth. And I'm telling you, it's it's one of the most powerful, 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 powerful things um, that can happen. Um, we, like I said, we're running out of time, but I want to just share these last few verses with you. Um, because once God said, well, you know, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I, you know, I said, well, God, you know, what, what's the, and I understand, you know, it's a free gift and, but, but what, what's the, what's the catch? You know, what, what is it? And, and what do you want from us? Or well, how do you feel about us? And, and when that Holy Spirit showed me, I want to leave you with this. And I hope it encourages you as much as it encouraged me. And it speaks about God's delight in us. God's delight in us. Simply because he created us. And he created us because he wanted to see his power and his love. He had an overflow of love to give. I, I just, I don't, I really don't think at times we understand that concept. And it makes me emotional even like, I'm choking up right now. But God, you are, you are here and you exist in this time frame, in this world, in this moment. No matter how ugly it looks on the outside, God called you forth out of your mother's room at this point in time because he loved you and because he created humanity because he had an overflow of love the power of love translated into colors into into a rainbow into into all of what you see around you right now and it's like the minimum the bare minimum we could do which is all he really asked of us is to just reflect that to ourselves and to other people guys I I think I think that's a (laughs) win-win so I want to leave you guys with this um with these verses here and like I said I hope it encourages you um it says the Lord takes delight in his people do you believe that he takes delight in you How might your life look different if you were to commit to actual believing it? His delight is in you, not because of what you do, what you accomplish, what you, it's not, it's not in what you do. And I I, I just, I want people to, it, you can't get, you can't earn God's love out of the works that you do. Now that can either anger you. Or that can make you feel like the most beautiful person in the world. Here again, that's ultimately up to you. But I hope it would make you feel as if you don't have to earn his love. He already loves you because he knew you before you got here. So it says, how might your spiritual life look different if you were to commit to believing that the Lord takes delight in you? 
His delight is in you, not because of what you do, but simply because you are his. Today, ladies, let that be enough. Let that be enough that you are his and he is yours and that you are God's apple of his eye. You are his delight. You are his daughter. You are a reflection of the light of the world. And I think that's the most beautiful place you can ever be. And so I said, you know, I encourage you and if times are tough and and it's a rough day and the kids are not doing their best of cutting up because I know it's a lot for parents that are teaching at home in this climate or you're out there in the battlefield in the front lines. Like my mom is, you know, doing a great job with dealing with the communities, dealing with COVID and, and being on the front line as a director. Or if you're, you know, whatever your calling is right now, I encourage you. When things are rough, that you look at that verse and understand that God delights in every detail of your life. That the Lord God will take great delight in you and he will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with his singing. Wow. And that, like I said, that today, let that be enough. I want to close out in prayer and I hope you guys really enjoyed this message for the faith series of faith and love and love and faith. And I'll be following up this week with limitless faith where we are taking the blinders off of faith and, 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 and we are taking the limits off the boxes and the little pretty boxes with the bowls in our minds where we felt that we could not go on or that we cannot accomplish anything that God has called you to do. So I want to thank you guys for tuning into the Bloom Baby podcast with my, you are so, 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 so worthy of love. You are worthy to be um, honored as a woman and you are worthy enough for God's love and it's not anything like I said you have to work for and that God takes delight in each of you and for today I hope that's enough so let's end it in prayer God we thank you we honor you we thank you for your love we thank you for your grace we thank you for the free gift that you have given every person in the world if we choose you we thank you for our free will Lord God and we thank you for the choice of being able to choose you and to say that I am yours and I want a relationship with you, Lord God. And in return, when we have that relationship with you, we know that we have to be the church and go out into the world and be that church without walls and extend that love reflection that you have put on us to others in the workplace, in our marriages, in our families, in our friendships, anywhere where there is darkness and light needs to be shed. That faith and love and that love and faith is enough to be able to share and inspire change in another spirit that may be battling something we don't know anything about, Lord God. And when things are rough and we feel as if we are surrounded by life circumstances, that we remember that we are surrounded <laughs> by you and by your angels, and that we are your delight. Not for any works that we do, but simply because we are yours. And because you had an overflow of love to give. And because of that, we are an extension of the overflow of love you had that you created humanity just to have a relationship with us. And that is enough for today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I will be back with episode three, you guys, this week. Limitless faith. And I can't make a promise to you that the Holy Spirit will not wreck my plans in the future again and make me change um, and move some things around. But like I said, um, that is the greatest place that you could be is when God allows 
to step into your dynamic into your plans and your life circumstances and make them for the better so i thank you so much like i said make sure you stream episode one before you jump into this one and i will see you again for episode three limitless faith for the faith series of september don't forget ladies bloom baby bloom listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube